Oh my god. It's Tuesday. What do I do? Hi, I'm Overcoat. You're listening to Toho Tuesday. Uh, it's just me again today. Um, True Star is doing school, as usual. And Tizan is uh, he's working on vinyls. He's got all those vinyls to do. Um, so yeah, I am alone. <laughs> Except for all of you wonderful people. Um, who I haven't seen, I haven't seen some of you guys join the chat in a long time, so I'm really glad to see, uh, I'm really glad to see you back, like Bonzato and Nakochi, love you guys, you guys are awesome. Um, so today, I have some new interview that I did last, was it last night? I can't even remember. No, it was Sunday night, <laughs> finally got to interview Totaku and Yiheng, so I got that coming up. Uh, later in the show, after a couple songs, that's gonna be like an hour and a half. Um, but I also have some other news because, oh my God, um, we have all this huge stuff going on. Um, so, first off, the big news is um, Acon. If you guys were not familiar with that, uh, it's this—it's like a, a Dallas, Texas anime convention. I guess it's like the first anime convention in the United States, which is a pretty impressive feat. Um, but yeah, so the PR guy has been has been uh, hassling me, you know. He's like, hey, you want to talk about this? And I'm like, sure, because that's cool. Um, so he is trying to convince the Akon board of directors that having a Toho, Toho festival is a good idea. Um, so not only do we have the hard evidence that, yes it is, because AWA was a huge success, we've also had a, uh, a Toho Festival already in Otakuthan, and that seemed to do pretty well, so now everyone else wants to do it. Um, so Akon in Dallas, there, uh, at least some of the staff there is looking to, looking to have some Toho content, bring over some guests maybe um, maybe other magical things so their request is to follow a Twitter account yes it I know it sounds weird but this is how they want to do it so you follow Akon Toho on Twitter uh, at A-K-O-N Toho and that way, they'll get, they'll kind of gauge the reaction and see uh, how many people want to go. So you follow them. Well, let's see, what are they at right now? Oh, he's at 76 already. He started this Twitter account like yesterday. He's already at 76. Um, I wish I could get followers that fast. But yeah, um, follow them, tweet that account, show them how much you want to have some Toho programming at Akon. Uh, maybe that'll be a viable convention to have really cool Toho-related stuff going on. Uh, I also, uh, later in the interview today, I have uh, talking with talking with Yiheng from Chen Anime. She has some ideas about Toho stuff as well. Um, but I'll, I'll save that for the interview because I'm going to be playing it today anyway. Um, so let's see, what else do we have that's big? Um... That was the biggest thing, I think, but we also have, you know, being a Toho show, I'm also 
all about the um, the other Dojin games out there. Um, I think there is a lot of other Dojin games that I feel need some more attention, and someone else apparently thought so as well. So they made a Groupies bundle. Um, I'm gonna link that for you right now. This is really cool. Um, let's see. Let's yeah, there it is. Groupies, G R O U P E E S dot com slash Dojin two. Um, there's about five days left on this bundle, and you can get like all these really one of some of the more popular Dojin games out there for really really cheap. Um, my my favorite on that list is probably Exceed Third. Um, Kamui is another good one. There's also Higarashi and Hatful Boyfriend. Um, Armed Seven looks pretty good too. Um, so yeah, these I got most of these already, but then I picked up the rest of them for like two dollars. It was so cheap. Um, so yeah, <laughs> you can get Hatful Boyfriend. Um, I I. Really, really recommend getting this. Also, um, oh yeah, now that the groupie's done so well, they've added a couple more things. There's Princess Edge Dragonstone, uh, which is a manga gamer title, represent. And then there's also the Suguri Collection, which uh, I know a handful of my friends enjoy. Um, we also have the soundtracks for a lot of these games in the bundle as well. So you're getting a lot of stuff. And I wanted to put that out there because I love the Dojin scene, and I want these games to get uh, get played. You know, um, there's tons of other stuff uh, from Comicets before that like still aren't in this bundle, but maybe they'll be in another bundle. Who knows? Um, there's a lot of good stuff out of Japan that I want to see uh, get some more attention. Um, so let's see. Uh, that's it for the news. So I'm gonna go go ahead and play some requests. I got some requests this week. Um, one of my friends wants to hear Masayoshi Minashima, which is always appropriate. Um, this is one of the more popular arranges they did. Necrofantasia ALR Rewind Mix from Abandoned Dance Hall. And then I have uh, The Rise and Fall from 3L from a digital wing release. And then I'm gonna play the interview. It'll just happen. It's going to be exciting. Um, you'll get to learn more than you ever wanted to know about the scroll and about China anime, which is a Chinese doujin circle. Um, so hope you, hopefully that'll enlighten some of you people. Um, so yeah, enjoy the music and the interview. I'll see you guys in like an hour and a half.
Come correct to go, come at all. Ready? Feeling funky, downright nasty. Uh, this is 
Totaku. Uh, can I call you Mark in the interview, by the way? Oh, that's fine. Everyone can call me Mark if they want to. Okay. Uh, and then we also have Yi Heng from China Anime, uh, who who runs China Anime, and Hi. does a good job with that. Um, you Thank may see you. her. You may you may see her at convention floors. Um, but anyway, why don't you two both introduce yourselves and say, say a bit about what you do. So, uh, Mark, what do you do uh, for a living? All right. Well, as for me, let's see. I'll go ahead and introduce myself. My name is um, Mark Keller, or as I'm known in the net, Tataku. And what I, what I usually do most of the time is focus on, on mostly uh, video gaming and of course Toho's one of my one of my big focuses of interest. But also along with that I also do drawing and also game modding. Yeah that's a good sum that's a good summary of what about myself. You do game modding? Oh, like like uh, the Toho crawl thing. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we can uh, talk about that one later because that's kind of interesting too. Um, <laughs> but as for Yi Heng, how about you? Uh, what are you um, doing? What are hi, you doing? Um, my name is Yi Heng, and uh, I, I'm a part of the uh, Chinese Dongjing Circle, and uh, I'm kind of representing of um, my my own circle and uh, some of my friends from China. So which we call ourselves China. I mean, I mean, I made up that name, but it's kind of quibby, but uh, it's just uh, for me, it's easier to remember. So we've been, I've been doing convention in US since 2009 and uh, trying to um, bring more Chinese artists work to US audience. And um, uh, it w I'm personally, I'm a designer. So I'm a, a, a graphic designer. So I do printing most of the things and I do quality control and printing for my own circle and uh, a book layout, those things. Um, I, we also both mostly based on Toho and we do other things as well, but it's basically it's Toho fans. We are, you know, um, we are, cause we started trying to do some original stuff. So we're trying to, um, say if we can, cause the Dongjin is not that big in US. We're trying to, um, getting bigger and helping more people knowing what is Dongjin and uh, maybe, help more artists doing printing so more more like like us local artists we are trying to help them doing printing so can make more audience knowing what is uh, donjing and make the donjing more popular in us and uh, meantime because we have so many artists we kind of growing up together since like I know a lot, lot of my artists. I started doing Dongjing in China from 2000, the year 2000 when I was still in like junior school. So um, it has been a long time and many of our artists um, as started as a Dongjing artist, but now they do a lot of original stuff as well. So we're thinking about also started doing publication in US meanwhile. So that's probably our future plan, but uh, for now, basically, we're just trying to get Dongjing reach to more audience, especially hoping to help um, more Toho fans to get whatever they wanted and uh, at least to be able to buy things they like in US. Wow, that's 2000? I didn't realize it was that long ago. That's 
I, I was in China. I was still in China. I actually moved to U.S. when um year two thousand six. You know, I went to school after finished school and uh, started doing started selling in convention here in U.S. since two thousand nine. So, so. Wow. but uh, we were we were started doing Dongjing Circle in China on year two thousand. It's it doesn't really even call Dongjing. I mean, it's called a Dongjing Circle, but usually will only be able to print like twenty copies, and mostly will give away to friends or even sell to friends or sell. It's but doesn't never make any money. Mm. It's probably we didn't make started making any money until probably around two thousand seven, eight. But even that time it's still just a snack money. It's because <laughs> we're mostly money. students like and uh, you know, the only child policy in China we're supported by the family, so we don't mm. need to worry about the living. So that's that's mostly how Dongjing started in China. Interesting. Yeah, uh, Dojin never seemed to me like a, a money-making venture. It's been a, no. a kind of labor of love. Um, yeah, it's mostly just love. <laughs> um, so how long have you two been into Toho? And, like, what draws you to the Toho games? Well, I get, can I, do I get to go first? or? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> well, as far back as I can remember, I got into Toho roughly around... Um, I think 2006, 2007. It was back when it went around Glory of Flower View came out. A friend of mine introduced me into the world of Toho. And after getting the, the taste of the games, I just got, I just got drawn into it. And it's, like I said, it's, it's been a marvelous experience as I've seen Zoom keep delivering on with the series almost every year. And I think I'll leave it at that for the moment. <laughs> so how about you, Yihang? Uh, when did you discover um, Toho? Me, it was like, it's. I think it's about the year 2004 when I got into college and uh, when our circle become more, can be like called a real circle. It's uh, the our current leader, the, the leader of the circle, he's a big Taho fan and uh, um Ways they started a lot of a lot of boys in the circle. They started to play, and we we actually we got the circle is getting huge, and uh, um because of the leader himself, he's a huge fan. So like most of the boys started to play. I mean, I'm not really that good at games. I don't play that many games. I'm so bad at it. But uh, we don't have the many computer that time. Uh, 2004. Um, it's like the limitation of the school. They don't allow us to have the um computer at the first grade it's a lot of rules but so usually we just uh we just watch other people play the game they are playing and uh, that time um for the people all around me the only game they play is toho so that's the only thing i can say from the screen because we don't have computer for each of us so it's just a you 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 you're the only choice is watching others to play but it's a lot of fun and uh the boys are so into it and uh especially they started to drawing things and uh we started to create uh, our oh because we do mangas in china it's i can i can hardly bring it to us because the translation problem but yeah we do a lot of mangas you know for me personally i'm not that much into games because i was i wasn't even be able to pass easy 
So, but I do like to. I like more to about the storyline and the music and the the MMD, the 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 videos they made. You know, we do a lot of those, and we actually compose our own music, and we have the girls to sing it and make it out to the discs. I think it's a. It's. I mean, it's Toho for me. It's just. It's. It's、uh, so creative, and you can do whatever you want. You know, it's just a、uh, give you a. A big chance to do. It has. It's a. It's a good start for unprofessional. Like most of the people we started the circle, we're not professional in art or anything related. But Toho is a base for. Like it makes us even us. We know we are not professional. We feel like we can still do something. So that's the most the best part for me. So kind of like a, a launch pad for、um, amateur artists and and musicians. I guess、uh-huh. to, yeah, that's kind of feeling to get their bearings. I guess in in their their craft. That's how I kind of see it too.、Um, I I've I've been doing that too.、Uh, like I started doing video game remixes, and you know now look at me. I'm doing、mm-hmm. video games themselves. So I'm hoping、uh, that most of the people in the Dojin scene have have started doing that.、Um, especially like some of the stuff I hear from Kamiket. Still, just blows my mind how this is even a video game arrangement.、Um, I mean, I'm hearing like R and B and and like really professional slick techno or 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 like really awesome metal music, and it's like I I don't know why these guys are are not you know bigger, but maybe someone will discover them. <laughs>、mm-hmm. I don't know,、um, but I've also been.、Uh, Noticing there's a lot more,、uh, I guess, content creation from the West. Like after I did that, after I played Yokai Project, that metal band from Montreal,、um, Freezex got in contact with me,、mm-hmm. and、uh, he was like, "Hey, I know these these Toho Boston guys, and they do jazz."、Mm-hmm. And、um, I、uh, have you met them before? Because I know、uh, Frizex is a good friend of mine. You know,、uh, I think Toho、uh, Boston—they are kind of professional because they're、uh, they're music. They're from music school. Yeah, that it, they do sound professional, but yeah, I think they're from、uh, yeah Berkeley College of Music, which is、uh-huh, pretty、yeah. prestigious. I like seeing that there's more of that in the West. So maybe、uh, maybe you're going to help. Facilitate the growth. Yeah, I was so be amazed because、cool. uh, it was mostly for me. It's a it's a language issue because uh, uh, I play the games in Chinese. I mean. In Chinese and Japanese, and you know, because we read the characters by the Chinese pronunciation, so that's why I have, I have. It's so difficult for me to actually communicate with the Western, with I mean, American fans. So that's why I was like, I did try to log on the BBS, and、uh, I couldn't quite understand everything. But、uh, well, I was、uh, really amazed this time by by WA. I didn't like. I feel like it. I think, like it's just last last two three years. I feel like Toho fans are just a、uh, bumping up in the conventions. At the very beginning, when I selling Toho stuffs in the convention, everyone was asking, "What is this?" I've some uh, uh, just only a few people said, "Oh, I've heard about it," but.、Uh, Just a very very few per- people can know. Oh, this is Toho. But、uh, it was just since um I think it was、uh, since at the end of the year before last year and、uh, like earlier last year started to seeing a lot of Toho fans in the convention. 
Well, yeah, um, I know once I started going to conventions, um, my first anime convention was SakuraCon, uh, and I noticed your booth, and I was like, wow, uh, I don't, th you weren't there, uh, I think you had some friends running that one, mm -hmm, yeah. but I'm like, wow, these, these wall scrolls are very nice, and, uh, the, um, the Hendene booth, they have wall scrolls too, but they're like, hundred and eighty dollars. Those are like those are the Japanese made. Yeah, those stuff. are C Clay's ones, like uh -huh. official. So I can understand those prices. Uh, but yeah, like uh, I love the art on your on your wall scrolls and your your art books are great. Um, Thank you. I, I got one of the art books actually uh, right on my keyboard right next to me. So <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, I have it because it has wriggle in it. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, so, um, but yeah, I hear so you moved out west. Oh yeah, I'm in LA now. Yeah, so I should hopefully be seeing you at these West Coast cons. Uh huh. Um, yeah. So that's good. I'm going to I'm going to SakuraCon next year. Sweet. Yeah, you're gonna have fun. Uh, if you can find time to get away from the booth, um, uh -huh. you can hang out at the the like the photo shoot is really fun, uh, uh -huh. or the the panels too. Hopefully, I'll get on the panel again. Oh, that's um, great. I have a cosplay. I hope I'll have my Kaneko outfit finished then. Um, <laughs> that's great. I, I can talk about that one later, actually. I had some sewing adventures yesterday. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so let's start talking about uh, the main reason why I have you both here, which was the scroll project. Um, so, would, uh, Mark, you want to tell us about what the scroll project was and how many people were involved and all the man hours involved and all that stuff. <laughs> okay. That sounds like a fun subject. Would you like me to discuss you how it all began? Um, yeah, start from the beginning. We got two all hours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. Um, it started, it actually started back the, the original, uh, the original part of the project started back Originally, back la last year, uh, around around the start of November, because okay, I believe you you met Constantine before, have you not? Oh yeah, I uh, actually uh, eat with him quite a bit. I figured that, as you know, back around in an at the end of October, he was on a vacation trip in Japan. And during when he was there, he went to Akihabara and went to a into a gaming bar called the A Button. He was there, he met face to face with Zoom while he was there. And I did an interview with him after he got back. And it was there. I, I learned about that. Zoom did express some small amount of interest in in the U.S. at the time because he mentioned about going to a con, but there was nothing to confirm that this was actually legit back then. So, right after the interview, I launched I launched a project called. Um, actually, it was codenamed Operation Zoomfall. Zoomfall? Yeah. <laughs> it's, I think it was, it's kind of loose. I kind of based, loosely based it on the um, 
another gaming gaming thing that they did they had called Project Rainfall. Or oh something yes, I would have called it Tsunami, but that's just me. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the idea behind that was bringing Zune's awareness that there were fans outside of Japan, since he was kind of unaware of his fan base outside of the Asian shores back then. But um, we didn't get too far back at that point because it was just in his planning stages. And it, by around February, when the Anime Week in Atlanta at convention broke out with this big announcement that Zune was the special guest at the con, all plans were changed. We decided, or actually I decided at this point to go and um, just change a lot of the project because originally it was going to include fan art and of course the project was a part of that, but we decided since Zune was going to come to the U.S. at the convention, the focus was just going to be on the scroll itself. And so... Right around the beginning of March, I broke out the announcement of the project, which I call the AWA's Toho Scroll Project. And over the course of the time when I worked on that project, from the start of right around the end of March, all the way to yeah, all the way to near September, there were I've sent out over. 200 invitations and approximately got about 100 or so artists that expressed interest. And by the end of the project, there were a total of 70 artists were used overall to make a scroll that's, that pretty much spanned the characters from the Windows series. From and by the Scarlet Devil all the way to um, at least the early demo of Double Dealing Character. Oh yeah, because um, I think the the last character on the scroll part is uh, Kagiro, correct? Yeah. And then I think you have the the uh, later characters kind of hinted at in the background. I thought that was pretty clever. Yes, the last part of the um, of the background that I did, I basically I basically that was the part I drew, and I decided to. There had to be a way we needed to incorporate the rest of the cast. And since there was little to no time to include them, we decided to just use, use instruments as a, as a representation of them. So I, so I found a way to incorporate Ben Ben, Yatsuhashi, Seija, Satsuna, and Raiko using a bowl, a mirror, a biwa, a koto, and a taiko drum. So, um, this is quite a heavy question here. Uh, what would you say was the biggest difficulty in getting artists from over the internet to work with each other? Because I've had some experience <laughs> with that myself, and it's quite a feat that you were able to actually pull this together. Uh, I, I cannot stress that enough. Um, yeah, without, without, like, without, like, tarnishing anyone's name here, like, how, how difficult was this to get this all, uh, sorted out and and uh, and completed by the uh, by the con well I guess if there's one thing I want to say about that it's that probably the hardest part 
with working with the artists was getting them to cooperate and find a compromise where they could be able to work together. It took a bit of time because there was a bit of a struggle back around the first half of the project. But thankfully, by around halfway, I was able to at least figure out what everybody's needs were and I just made it clear to, to them what they were supposed to do and try to make sure that they would remain focused on their objective during that time. And there were other cases where I had to pay close attention to the artists that were coming through that were trying to do their work because this is why I also did checkups very frequently because there were a few cases where there was there were some people that weren't showing progress and I had to find a way and I had to find a way to help them make progress or find a way to help help them get through or find somebody that can be able to help fill in the gaps for them okay um, so now that it's all done and we're at AWA here. Uh, how did you feel about um, Anime Weekend in Atlanta and their handling of the scroll itself? Like the <laughs> unveiling and uh, and their communication? Well, let's see. You want me to discuss about my my view about how they, how they handled the scroll and the presentation itself? Well, it is kind of um, a burning question because I, I felt personally like that the presentation was a bit sudden, to say the least, and kind of it, it seemed like unplanned, maybe. Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they never well, gave a real time. Uh, I guess for I this. Could, I guess I can tell you what I th what I thought. Okay. Well, I know I know a lot of planning came. I know a lot of planning came to us when I when I worked with the hand with the final version of the scroll and and talking with, with Alex or Mint and trying to make sure that they could make the connection that they could uh, get the scroll to, to the AWE staff. So thankfully when I arrived at the hotel, I was kind of glad when I got word that everything was going as planned. Of course, the unveiling, well, the unveiling, I think it had actually had a shaky start from what I saw, at least from where I was that we're looking at it from because yeah it was kind of abrupt and when they were unraveling it it was a little scare scary with how they were handling it but I'm kind of glad that they were able to be able to get things together and, and be able to sh and be able to show it off to Zoom because after that it was I was just really pleased just alone with the fact that Zoom was was just real pleased with the with the with the scroll overall. Yeah, I think I can explain a little bit. I don't know if you guys been to a lot of convention before, but uh, AWA wasn't a really big con, and for most of the conventions, for especially like the cons like AWA. Uh, most of the workers are volunteers. They're not professional. They don't work full time. They don't work every the whole day. They probably, it's more like a seasonal job. They only work for that that period. So that's why they're um, professional and not professional. AWA wasn't that big, 
before. So this is probably the first year getting like capture that many people. So I mean, usually um the management on the AWA wasn't quite that good. So I think this year, I mean, they did a pretty great job. Is even I wasn't quite satisfied. I at the very beginning I was expecting it was uh Totaku or someone or maybe Alex hand that score to Zoom. I just feel like even the artist or the director of the project will get the honor to show this project to Zoom. But uh, um, at the end, they didn't allow. They had to. They said it has to be some of the stuff. I wasn't quite satisfied with that, but it's still understandable. I mean, I wasn't like one hundred percent satisfied with the whole management things on that convention, but. Uh, I mean, it's kind of forgivable and uh, understandable. It's probably their first year getting getting things like that. They, I don't know if they, I don't know what how they come up with this idea to invite Zandel, and I don't even know if they actually expecting that many people. But that's probably that's a way more than the UU capture. I kind of feel like it's it's almost a double of the UU capture of the if of AWA. So in that case, they were they were doing great. <laughs> Yeah, and I hear since um, since this year they had both Zune and um, the this tenth uh, anniversary 4chan panel thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, though apparently 4chan goes there every year, but considering this was like the tenth anniversary, it was a little mm-hmm. more special. But I think last year they reported around eleven, twelve thousand people mm-hmm. attending, and this year it was something like nineteen or twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a yeah, huge that's jump. That's what I was thinking. It's, um, I feel like it's doubled. I can't say from the customer. Yeah. So were you there last year at AWA? I was I was in AWA for like I think four years since I was like firstly I was only running Artist Alley, then moved to dealers. Hmm. I only had a couple books and a couple posters running Artist Alley. <laughs> I still remember that time. So since I guess two thousand eight or. Or 2009? Uh, no, I think 2000, uh, 2000, 2009 or 2010, I can't remember. Okay. But uh, about that time. So what kind of guests were there uh, in previous years, like high-profile guests? I was like, um, I don't really look at the guests that much, only the ones I'm really interested. Because um, one of the reasons is I only know their naming Chinese. So when it was the guest's name was putting out by English, it's uh, I don't know those people. You know, it's like reading English oh, for no. me. It still feels like reading textbook. So even when I got the program book, I was trying to look at those guests. I was like, I don't even know. I don't want to. I don't. It's like you know, you know the feeling. If you take any like second language class, it's like a huge paragraph, a huge a huge book of a foreign language showing in front yeah. of you. It's like a textbook. So I don't really get into details. Um, I only the guests. I only pay attention. It's uh, the the convention. It's uh, like New York. Usually New York Anime Festival and uh, um, Anime Expo. I know those cons will have really good guests. But mm. beside that, most of the guests, most of the small cons, they won't be able to get the guests. I'm big enough. I'm would be interested in. So yeah, didn't really quite pay attention. But I know there's no one really big. And it, it seems like one of those cons where um, they typically, and, and no offense to their craft, but voice actors tend to be 
very common guests at smaller yeah, conventions. Yeah, yeah, especially voice actors of uh, the uh, American version, the English version. And I never watch English version. I don't even, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's another language. Sometimes so. English dubs are good, but... Uh, uh-huh. but yeah, I, I eh. have friends which are fans <laughs> of the English cast, and uh, I brought them to the cons, and they were really happy about getting the signature. But uh, I, I don't know those guys. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm actually really curious about this. Earlier in the interview... Uh, you mentioned that the Toho characters have Chinese names. I have um, no idea. No, about no, no, that. not 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 just Toho characters. This is the thing. I don't know. I, in Japanese, I don't know. If you guys um, know like the Japanese use a lot of Chinese character kanji in Japanese language, and most of the characters' name are in kanji, and uh, when it's it's Chinese character, but it has been using in the in Japanese language, so Japanese people pronounce it in another way, and uh, so the thing is, all the people in the rest of the world will pronounce the guess, the like the uh, character's name in the following the way that Japanese people pronounce those. But for Chinese people, we have we're the only. China is the only country which we can't communicate with the. Uh, uh, anime fans in the rest of the world because we reading the character's name in a Chinese way, like Toho. Uh, actually, if that two characters we're reading in Chinese is Dongfang. It's not Toho, it's Dongfang. <laughs> and like the Raymond, Raymond's name is Fu Li Ling Meng. It's Ling Meng, it's not Raymond. That's why I was like, I, I was trying so hard to remember every single <laughs> character's name in another language. So up to now, mostly I can only remember the ones I sell. Wow, that's... Design of that, it's so hard. I, I <laughs> I'm gonna have to look this up because that's pretty. That's kind of fascinating to me having the yeah. Uh, it's Chinese very funny because like Hui Ye, that two character, it's uh in Chinese, it's uh, uh, I mean sorry, Kaguya, that that two character in Chinese, it's Hui Ye because those are Chinese character. That's why when we saw the name, we just read it in Chinese way. And for for all the animes, it's all the same. Like we just call it in, in the Chinese way. That's why we like a lot of people just stop on my booth asking me, uh, do you have the something uh, about what blah, 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 blah. I was like, um, and I, I finally came out with the perfect answer is all I have is here. Look by yourself because I can't answer it. <laughs> like all the anime I watch, I have the Chinese subtitle. I know the character's name in the Chinese pronunciation. I don't know how to. I, I mean, some of my friends, they learn the Japanese. They know the names in Japanese. My Japanese is awful. So I only be able to call their names in Chinese. Now, does do the meanings of their names change as well? No, no, or? it's the same character. You know the Japanese kanji, Japanese characters, but those characters we have the same character in Chinese. Ah, okay. We just share the same character. It's more like um, how to say? Maybe it's like um, like San Jose. You call it San Jose, but for some people they might they might call it San Juice. San Juice. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. the same cat. It's the same word. It, it feels like it's the same word, but they're shared in different language, but pronounced uh-huh. in different way. So yeah, that's the funny part. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really funny. I'll have to remember uh-huh. that. I'll have to remember their Chinese names to to mess with people's heads. <laughs> no, I don't need to. Um, <laughs> so let's see. Now that we're done with that, let's go back to the scroll. I guess. Um, mm-hmm. How did you both get in contact with each other? For the printing, 
Okay, I can explain that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the funny part. Okay, it all started back around the store in the second half of the project. I was starting to do early print testing, and during the first early print tests, I went to a went to a few printing stations to see if they could help me with my at least a small layout of the scroll. But as I found out, the quality of their work was way below average. Even my printer could print better than what they could do. And this put me in a bit of a spot. And I told, I told everyone about the situation. And Freezy X was there. He told me he might know if somebody could be able to help me. So he later introduced me to Yehem. And I talked to her for a bit. And while I was a little unsure at first, mm -hmm. I, I did end up letting her help me because the idea of her being able to do a professional-grade scroll uh, went beyond the, the original expectations I was expecting with the, with the project itself. You didn't trust me at the very beginning. You know, That's I true. was... Yeah, he was uh, he was so careful, was doubting everything, trying to ask me which kind of printer you use, what model is a printer, what technology you use. I was so I was so I was I wasn't quite happy. So I was I told and he said he actually had his own plan. He already bought some material. He'll do the score by by himself. I was like, okay. Um, the only understanding for me is probably because he never been to the convention. He never saw the works, uh, the printing works we did before. So I actually sent him a sample of my war score and let him see the printing quality we have. You know, also I told him at last, I told him, we'll do it together. You do mm -hmm. yours, I do mine. Let's see what, which one ended up better. A challenge. Yes. <laughs> it was a challenge. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a challenge. So it's kind of funny. So you had like a competition to see who could make a better scroll? I was like, I was trying to tell him I'm professional. Okay, I've been doing this for years. I've been doing printing work for years. But I do understand this is a big project. And uh, he he worked so much on it. He, pro he don't want to ruin it in any way. And uh, he never seen anything I did. So... I do understand yeah. why he why he so doubted me at the very beginning, but I'm glad. I'm glad I did a good job. <laughs> yeah, I think you did a wonderful job. Thank you. Yes, you did. Um, I was fortunate enough to see this scroll in real life, and I think for for those listeners out there who have seen the scroll, uh, one of the big differences between the JPEG that you see online and the print is that. Since it was in a printer and used like real ink and and all that, since there were so many different character designs uh, and and different styles on this scroll, it seems to really sometimes in some spots it clashes really badly on the JPEG. But somehow with it all being printed out, uh, it tends to just flow better. Um, I guess because the ink is all bleeding into each other, maybe something about that but it, it looks so good um this this printing and this material i tried the, the it's the same one as uh, what i used to print my own wall school uh, i tried probably like 
seven, eight different materials. And even, I don't know if you guys have my wall score, if you compare with the front, uh, front side and the back side, it actually feels different. The back side is a little bit more shining and more smooth. We even trying to print on both sides to complain, to, to compel the, 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 the result. And uh, we try to, it's, it's, yeah, that's, this is, this, this material, it's like the eight edition we choose and uh, yeah we did a lot of work on this and uh, we tried a different type of ink so we're trying a different using different way to print it and uh, this um this one you see it's a little bit it's trying to understand more like a painting so it's going a little bit like layer by layer so it's not the inks mixed together it's just a uh, going slower so that's why it comes better Hmm. I, I can't explain it in detail, but anyway, yeah, we did try a lot. And then uh, I was fortunate enough to get one of the copies of it. It's it's currently rolled up on my shelf. Uh, I I feel like getting making a little case for it maybe. Um, the mini to... copy, the small copy is printed on the regular paper, regular uh, photo paper, but yeah. it has a, a mat on it. It has a covered like screen on it so it's not as uh, easy to getting yellow or getting break or <laughs> as the regular photo paper it has a little bit anti water or anti whatever things on uh, it. yeah and uh, fortunately since i'm in seattle the uh, the sun won't fade it or anything <laughs> so uh so oh, it'll yeah. be it'll be intact for many years um mm -hmm. okay so you you went into this a little bit more earlier, but I kind of want to expand on this question, but uh, Yi Hang, so Chinanime, um, they printed the scroll, and as well, you're also a Dojin circle, but mm -hmm. uh, what are the ranges of things you produce? Because I, I've talked to you about this before, apparently you've, you've <laughs> you know, released... we're Chinese, we produce everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, I suppose that's right. Um, but you apparently have... You know, you have art books, you have manga, you have CDs. Am I? Mm -hmm. Am I yeah. correct? So you have you basically just try to produce everything. Um, mm -hmm. I I don't know of a lot of uh, Japanese circles that do that. I guess I know C Clays does, uh, and like Soundholic and and people like that. The like really big circles. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, we're pretty. We're really big in China. How many members is your, is in your circle? Oh my god, it's hard to say. I mean, I don't know, like, uh, it's not really, like, certain one circle. It has a, um, like, it's one name, but the name is following by the leader with all maybe director. It's more like, he's more like an editor, but the artists are not really, like, certainly just belong to one uh, circle. So it's like any editor you can talk to this artist oh i'm having this project here are you interested oh, oh if the artist is interested that then that's saying if if counting the artists ever worked for um, my the circle i'm in and if worked for this certain circle it's at least over 300 it's it's wow. contentable it's contentable it's like it's, and some of them, because you know it's Dongjing, many of the artists are not professional. I think this is uh, something created by Chinese, uh, the Dongjings. Because uh, in, in Japan, before, the Dongjing is a uh, like small group or 
it's it's only uh, a small circle, a small group of the people, or like personal work coming out. But it was a, a it was Chinese people started doing this because if just one small group, it might be like like maybe today we want to do a Vocaloid book, but not every member of the circle likes Vocaloid. So some of the artists may may say, "Oh, I'm not interested in this," but.、Uh, It takes forever for just a few pers a few people to make a a whole book. So what we do is we try talk to other artists on the, during on the internet, you know, trying to say just trying to gathering anyone online which we like their art style. We think they will be f- able to fit into this project. It's so it's it's a little bit more like the score project we did. You、uh, Totaka did it. That kind of feeling. Anyone who interested in the project, so it's um so like for recent years, it's not really certain circles.、Uh, yeah, definitely. If the when we getting because some people start we worked together for very long time, so they probably will join every single project of the group. But、uh, um for many of the other artists, they work for dozens of circles. So that's interesting.、Um, yeah, that's the thing. So. Um, I think Eosis actually works similarly. Like they'll have a lot of of guests, artists, and musicians,、mm-hmm. and they'll also have like, I guess they have ghostwriters too. Apparently,、um, <laughs> if 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 Rio is to be believed, which I think he is.、Um, did you meet Rio by the way at AWA? Yeah, I guess he was one of the、uh, he was one of the quote unquote members of Eosis,、uh, and he like ghost wrote a couple of their songs. Oh、um, oh oh! I see. And he also he also worked with Yellow Zebra too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, he's also trying to start Dojin stuff in America. He wants to start a circle. <laughs> and yeah, that's I, I what I was thinking. Like at the beginning, I didn't think there are so many、uh, U.S. artists. I mean, not just U.S. So many like art, Toho fan artists in the other country. So I was kind of felt like、uh, like AWA really surprised me. I was even talking to Totakong,、uh, talking about maybe we can. Start another project. Maybe we can make a Dongjin book、uh, with all the U.S. artists in the future. That would be cool.、Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I know some some people are spread all over the world. Like、uh, one of my friends, Leo, he's in Brazil, and then we have I know musicians from like Germany and Norway who also love Toho. That's、um, great. So. You know, it's it's a definitely a global thing, but、mm-hmm. it seems to definitely be centered in the U.S.、Um, though I know Zun was not expecting that many people to show up for him. <laughs>、um, he said, I think he said before the con, like maybe maybe a hundred people will show up, and I think we we doubled or tripled that.、Um, not was, just double or triple. <laughs> yeah, but、uh, th- I know there was at least. In、like ten times, I think cosplayers only. Maybe fifty,、uh, maybe a hundred times. <laughs> But yeah, cosplayers only numbered about a, like two hundred. So I know there's <laughs> there's more Toho fans that don't cosplay,、um, mm-hmm. and they they. I'm gonna guess about five hundred, maybe brought to the con <laughs> just for Zoom. A way more than that. Sure? A way more than that. You、All、know,、right. it's you know, AWA usually capital is a ten, it's eleven thousand, and this year is doubled, so it's at least ten thousand people. Hmm. Ten thousand Toho fans. <laughs> Let's see.、Huh? I kind of feel like that way. Hmm. I guess we we have different estimations, but、uh, mm-hmm. definitely way more than Zoom expected. Yeah,、um, definitely. And I th- I think he walked away pretty satisfied.、Um, 
Though <laughs> everyone was go coming and expecting him to announce that, you know, oh yeah, Toho's on Steam now. And mm -hmm. everyone, and no, no, it's not. Um, but there was this rumor going around since the opening ceremonies that Zune was like, oh yeah, I'm going to digitally distribute the games. And then everyone, really? yeah, Seriously? and then everyone was like, oh my god, did you hear this? And then like a game of telephone happened. Um, mm -hmm. And everyone was telling each other and getting all excited. And then at the Q&A panel, someone asked him if the games were going to be on Steam. And he's like, no, no, what's going on? <laughs> I missed the opening ceremony, otherwise I would have worked to dispel the rumors, but um, they work pretty, They work really quickly. Thankfully, the Q&A panel was, was happening, and that got dispelled. Though he says he's interested, but it's a pain in the ass to get things on Steam. But yeah, still, even him acknowledging us as, as U.S. fans was pretty good. I think it was a net positive for everyone. Um, <laughs> Yay. And... I met I met so many people at this con. It was just like the entire world of Toho fans is kind of colliding into each other, and I'm just I'm I'm amazed nothing actually exploded. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, I don't know about all this all the people on the internet talking to each other, but you know, every at the con itself, everyone seemed to be having a good time, and mm -hmm. I certainly enjoyed myself. I bet you were pretty tired of like unraveling that scroll. <laughs> For everyone to oh, see. Oh, that was okay. It was uh, a, a like a, a big pleasure to showing it to everyone. I was so yeah. proud. But yeah, that that thing, that scroll is just incredible, and I, I'm happy to have assisted in any way to Totaku and and uh, get this project done. Even though I don't, I don't really think I did much. But my my name is on the scroll anyway for some reason. I don't know why, but. <laughs> Um, but I, I'm well, happy to have it on there. Yeah, just to be gonna, proud, and that's it. I was gonna say, you did help bring this attention to everybody, so I think that alone deserves enough credit on its own. Yeah, I, I suppose I did point you towards some artists, but that, you know, mm -hmm. that the artists are the ones who did all the work, and I'm, I'm really, really happy that they all got together and got along as well. But, <laughs> I, I mean, when I think of a, an internet like collaborative project um, with 70 people involved. Uh, when I initially heard when the, this project was getting started, I was like, oh, hell no, this ain't going to get finished in time. Because um, I'm used to, uh, if you're familiar with OC Remix, the video game music site, they, mm -hmm. have, they have arrangement albums that they put out. Um, they actually put out a lot more now lately. I think they've put out like 30 or 40? No, 50 maybe. Like they just... I, I don't know where they're all coming from, but even though there's so many, they always take multiple years to finish. Um, there was one I was on, let's see, I, f I finished a song for a Kirby project in 2005, and the project was released last year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, that's you, yo. <laughs> that's you, yo. Um, but because of, because of all the... Um, what happens when a bunch of artists and creative minds get together on the internet, it's just like, you're, there's so much drama that's going to happen. <laughs> that I know, it's, going it's to stall always things. like that. And I, I feel like, I feel like you handled this pretty well uh, for yeah. your first project, for one, and getting it done in that amount of time. I'm used to drama, like, ripping these pro kinds of pro uh, collaborative projects apart. But um, 
you know, this somehow didn't fail and it didn't take five years to finish. So I got to learn your secret. It was, it was kind of mind blowing myself. I think what really helped was I just managed to make the right connections with all the right people Hmm. when I brought them all in, when I brought them all in because I got, I got, because I know I pulled in all these different people from the net and yes, there was this drama that did unfold, but Thankfully, with some of the people I met through this project, I was able to I was able to figure out how to resolve these problems in a quick period of time. Hmm. Do you they, feel? Oh, go ahead. Okay, wait. You were gonna say something. Oh, um, a follow up to that question. Do you feel like the the deadline of the con itself assisted in any way? Hmm. It might have, but it's, but, um, I do kind of, that some of it had to do with with some important decision-making in the process, because I know I said before, there were, even though I did resolve both part of the drama that did unfold, the one other problem that I did face were either, like I say, they either procrastinated and didn't do anything or artists that secretly disappeared without notice. Mm-hmm. And I had All the to, time. That will happen. And, and so thanks to the weekly checkups and checking on the progress of everybody, I'd, I made some decision, serious decision-making during the during the early part of the second half of the project where I started to recruit in a few more people to back up back up the remaining artists and I'll be honest there's actually I've set up about about 10 to 12 people to back up a bunch of the artists and I know one of them even contributed to backing up at least five characters within the project during, during, during its last final phases. Thankfully, almost everyone made it through. There was only a few backups that ended up having to be since the originals artists just disappeared and didn't come back. Oops. <laughs> That's great. They even came back. Yeah, that uh, that's also happened during projects um, that I've been in. Like, someone will disappear for three months, and they'll come back. They'll send they'll send me an email like, "Hey, I I just like, I I'm back," and they won't like. Sometimes they won't explain why, but other times it's stuff like, "Oh yeah, like I lost my house." Someone shot my dog, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Those are even better. Like, we had a topic in China before. It was about all the, those dungeon circles. All the directors was keeping saying, what's the most creepy reason you heard from the artists when they didn't meet deadline? And uh, we've heard everything, everything. And it, everyone was putting out <laughs> a lot of reasons. There was one was like the, that he, uh, he was telling me he's on period, but he's a guy. 
you know, <laughs> someone was telling him, I'm sorry, I got pregnant. I had to go to hospital. And he, this is the first time he, she's pregnant in, in one year. Wait. So it's... it's so... The wait. artist was telling the editor, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm pregnant. So I'm pregnant. So I couldn't work that what? much. <laughs> and this, this, that's the first time... Uh, she said uh, she just got pregnant. Okay. On of the year of one year within one year. Wow. So it's all those creepy quest- uh, reasons you just uh, can't imagine. They had the creative art. The the artist has using now creativity on creating reasons, all kinds of reasons. So <laughs> after you guys, if you guys had chance to run a project all circles for years for years, you will heard you will hear more. Oh God. Um. That reminds me, though, of uh, artists using creativity uh, in non-creative ways. Uh, when when the um, when when the project started, um, Totaku posted on MOTK about it, and and all these people were like giving him shit and making <laughs> making art um, about how how they're not going to do the project. And I'm like, what? Oh, you, yeah. you could have just been making your character. And they're like, well, we'll, you know, and getting all these excuses. I think I ended up, I, I, call, I called them wieners. <laughs> I think that was, that was my big contribution to the scroll project, everyone. That was because I called them all wieners. Um, and that's, I, I still kind of, I find that really funny. Um, I wasn't actually that mad. I was just kind of disappointed at some of the artists on there, but I won't name names. But yeah, someone actually <laughs> someone drew a response to my Wiener's comment. <laughs> and, yeah, that's artists. Yeah, and I think it was uh, Sanae drawing with with a Wiener on her head, like just like a hot dog or something. And I was I was just like, wow, this is incredible. I I saved it. I saved it somewhere. I'll find it somewhere on my hard drive. Um, but yeah. Though apparently, though that was some, uh, a rough start, I think a lot of those artists ended up getting on the project, right? Yes, they did. El, I do want to point out that even though the beginning did start out pretty harsh, there was some important values behind what those artists were talking about. Because yeah, they did have some I, good points. Because when I first introduced the project, I really. I realized after they were complaining that their that the goal the goal I had originally set for it was very unrealistic because the original goal was to make was the scroll was going to span approximately fifty feet and oh my god and it had a much more open space for characters and much more background work compared to what we later decided to do since as i realized the the huge length that i originally proposed was just in the end i just realized it was ridiculous eating a whole lot out of my budget so i had to re-look at the whole thing and within about a week or so i put together a few ideas got a few people put their heads together and we voted on an idea and we wound up doing a a condensed 20 foot version as the layout which then 
we just assign artists to do either characters, background, or one or the other, depending upon what depending upon what I asked them in the, in a series of interview questions to see what they had time to do, what they would do, and what they would be willing to cover. Okay. After, yeah. After that, pretty much, pretty much a lot of the artists. Even those that disagreed with me at the beginning decided this was a lot more easier to handle, and they decided to join back in. In my experience, too, the most important thing about getting a project done is setting limits on it, and uh, limiting the scope is pro usually like one of the first things people need to do. Because sometimes people get a little crazy on their ideas, you know. Like, yeah, my friend my friend would go like, hey, let's make a game and let's go, let's do this and this and this and I'm like, whoa, hold up, that's like a couple years of work, what are you doing? And they're like, no man, we can do this and then they disappear after yeah, about a year um, it's so sad <laughs> so, I think that's all the questions for now but I have like one more for each of you um, okay. so, Totaku what is in store for your future now that the scroll's done um, and you have less responsibility than uh, <laughs> than you did before. Do you want yeah. to do this again? Something like this again? Oh. oh, let's see. Do I want to do the project like this again? Actually, eventually, yes, I do want to do some, I want to do another kind of project like this. But, like I said, right now, I just want to I just want to take same a go, make like a yakuti, and take it easy. Yes, that is always <laughs> the best thing. <laughs> um, but let's see. As of right now, I'm right now. Besides taking it easy, I'm also I'm also been busy working, working, contacting, and. I'm sending I'm sending the artists that were in part of their project um, their their own mini scroll or if they if they were interested they could get get um a full scale replica. But this is only restricted to the artists themselves. What I'm not eligible? Oh man! Yeah, I have one. <laughs> I, well, for the for the nice one. He, yeah. Oh, he! Oh, yeah! You, you're eligible if you want to go. If you want to see about getting a, 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 a replica, if you want to, replica. Mm, <laughs> I do, I do, but the room. Ah, <laughs> oh, I have, I, ha, I have, I need to get rid of some things. <laughs> one, one second. I don't think that's that be able to fit into your room. No, it, it, it's it will roll up. It's a collection. Yeah. It's not for you to put on the wall. Hmm. If I actually had a house that I could put that on the wall, I would be, well, <laughs> I would be pretty happy to have a house that big. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I'll stick with the photocopy. Um, okay. But that's fine. I I I do like that you're gonna print more of these out for people. Um, but yeah, mainly for the artists and contributors. Other than I think, other than that. Right now, I'm just I'm just focusing back on some of my own little personal projects that I used that I used to do before the scroll project itself, and that includes um, uh, 
two of my video game modding projects. One of them is a game called Suica Fortress, which is a dwarf fortress mod. I guess if I could, if to put it in the most simplest way, is is you're taking I instead it's instead of controlling dwarves that are trying to make a living in a fortress and surviving out against the wilderness of wild animals, you are now taking control of a bunch of drunken Suikas that are running around trying to survive against vicious Yakuti and other Gizeki inhabitants. <laughs> so is, is this going to be text-based like the, the original Dwarf Fortress, or, or will there be some graphics? Because I know there are some graphics mods for Dwarf Fortress. It's a graphic mod. I actually have the link if I, I can share it with you. Do you have something that you can recite on the radio that's easily rememberable? Um, let's see. <laughs> it's, I think the link I think the link itself is hard to recite, but um, I guess if you want to, you could just Google up. Uh, just Google Suica Fortress. It should pop up. Yep. Let's see. I'm going to, since I'm a rebel, I'm going to bing it. Let's see. Suica Fortress. It should DDF, DFFD. And it should put down Suica Fortress mod version 0.75. Yep, there it is. Yep. The first the first uh, results I get is from the Bay 12 forums. <laughs> yeah, just a little further down should be the DFFD. Yeah, it's like third so, result after the yeah. Bay 12 ones. That, so yes. Yeah, I plan to update that eventually. Okay. Yeah, it's been it's been about I think it's been about a, a year or so since I last updated it. So your other project too is one that I'm quite familiar with. <laughs> being being an op in the the Toho chat where the, these the logs are being recited pretty much all day every time you have a day off yeah <laughs> so but yeah tell it tell us about that okay all right this is this is a modem that's currently a work in progress because this is that's going that's taking time to put together but it's known. But I give it in at the name um, Toho Crawl Stone Suit, which is a mod for Dungeon Crawl Stone Suit. More or less, it's a, it's a going to be a graph. It's currently a graphic mod, but I plan to try to convert it so that I can actually change some of the text. It's a bit more complicated com compared to Dwarf Fortress, the Dwarf Fortress mod in particular. But I know this is the source code for, it and I can be able to, t and I should be able to tamper with it and try and work on some of the more difficult parts to it. But um, the concept of the mod is pretty much the to somewhat Toho Fi, <laughs> Toho Fi, the Dungeon Crawlstone suit. Basically, the main plot of the story is just taking a Toho character into the mysterious dungeon that is called the Dungeon of Zoom. And they are attempting to go down into the deepest, darkest parts of the of dungeon to get to a place called the Hall of Zune, where a sacred artifact called the Beer of Zune rests. <laughs> <laughs> if they can get to the Beer of Zune, 
and get it back up to the surface and unseal it, they will be granted whatever wish they want. But yeah, I've actually have hosted a experimental version of it back a few years ago on the Maiden of a Kaleidoscope form. And it actually did pretty successful since it, since I did a relay game of it. And I plan to do and I plan to do another one after making all the necessary updates with this version. When I when I expect that to be at the moment is unknown, but I'm gonna probably I'm gonna try hopefully get it out before the end of the year. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you got a couple months. Mm-hmm. Alright, so Yihang. Mm-hmm. Uh what's in store for the future of China anime? Um, as I was mentioned, uh, okay, so we're thinking about doing publication. That's probably, I'll start to, um, I have no clue how to do it. For now, I only know how to buy the ISBN number. So I probably start trying to see if I can go to some, like, um, publication, public publishers gathering and, uh, but, uh, the book shows next year. And also, um, I'll, I will have the website up, like, Maybe because I have the, you know, I have a performance next month. But after the performance, I have the website all up. So it would be um, before Thanksgiving. So before the holiday season. So, um, yeah, I finally settled down because, uh, you know, so I'll be able to do the shipping and uh, have everything up on the Internet for people to be able, people will be able to buy. And uh, also because I met a lot of um, Chinese Toho players in AWA, they had a group. So we're thinking about, um, they were complaining a little bit about the Toho contest in AWA because uh, um, they were either like, they, they don't allow two players to use the keyboard at the same time same time because they don't have the uh internal network so they will have to either both uh either both player use the controller or one use one player use controller one user use keyboard oh, no. if both user if 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 it's both keyboard user both of them has to use controller so my friends those chinese boys are complaining about that so because the, they feel like the convention didn't really propel the network the internal ta- network for the game for the for the contest so um i just started to contact one of the local one of the local internet bar um in los angeles it's uh, like those kind of the store has a lot of computers and for kids to play games in the in now it's mostly i don't know if it's very common in us but uh it's very common in china because the computer is not um every uh it's it's not for every every family has computer not every child has computers so a lot of child like to go out to those internet bars to pay by hour and to play the games on the in the internet mm. bar so i was trying to contact i i know there are that this kind of internet bar in most of the chinese um in most of the cities which has chinese community so i as i'm in la so i probably try to start in la say if i can uh, get touch with those type of internet bars if they wanna host the game context with us together. Maybe we can start locally and uh, 
then who knows? Maybe we can get get a national. Lies, I don't know, mm. but at least we can start locally because、uh, I do have a, some a lot of Toho fans friends here in LA as well. So we just want to try see how this will goes, and also it's a good way to gathering more to get more Toho fans,、uh, Toho players. So that's one of the thing I'm thinking about doing, and、uh, also because because、uh, this idea is coming from because some people was mentioning about the Toho. Only convention in US, I think that would be really hard because even if we say the people, the people we get in AWA, even for my estimation, if it's ten thousand people, but、uh, that's mostly because songs that we we don't if we don't know if we will be able to invite the Zoom to the convention here again. I think. Um, Toho only convention that's more like a dream. It's very far away. If we really want to do something for current point, I think the local contest, local game contest, will be the a very good start. So that's what I'm trying to start doing for now. And also, as I mentioned, I kind of thinking about helping more、um, fan artists in US to really start doing the. Dungeons, because I we do have advantage on printing. That's for sure.、Um, yes, one of the reason I kind of feel like the dungeon is not getting that big in US. I kind of feel like it's because of the printing. So that's one of the thing I'm trying to do. So I'll I'll try to see if I can maybe help them to direct some project locally here and、uh, make some like.、Um, U.S. based English version Toho fan art book. I think that would be a really nice project in the future. And also,、um, if for the artists who want to work on their personal project, if they need help on the printing, I will. I already helped a few local LA artists printing their art books. But、uh, um, for me, one of the current problem is I don't know the. I can't figure out the tax issue, so I don't know if besides asking them to pay cash, I don't know how should I charge for this. So、hmm. yeah, that's lots of questions need to be figured out. But、uh, well, we'll be able to figure it out, and、uh, we're getting better. Wow, the、uh, the internet cafe idea sounds really cool,、um, though they're not quite common in, in the U.S. because.、Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's it's definitely an Asian thing.、Um, there's probably、mm-hmm. I, I don't even know though.、Uh, even though Seattle has a Chinatown, I don't think there is one here.、Um, but you know, our Chinatown is very small. It's like four blocks. But、uh, mm-hmm. there's there's a lot packed in there. But it's not very big.、Um, though, let's see. I I can't recall any internet cafes around here. Though I did see that one in in L.A. Though last time I was there. Um, oh, LA have more than one, and I lived in New York. I know New York has a a, a feel. Yeah, but also、uh, in in LA, there's that little Tokyo,、uh, and they have this Japan arcade there that sounds really cool.、Um, I wonder, I wonder if they'd be interested in hosting. Land parties like that—that that would be kind of interesting. Uh huh. I kind of feel like it's a it's a win-win situation for both the internet cafe and、uh, for the game players because it doesn't really cost much for the co- for the owner of the cafe and it brought income, it brought gas.
Yeah. But uh, yeah. So that's that's why I think it's better than we just uh, come from nowhere, set up so many computers and internet and network, and find a location, find a space for the contest. It this will be a easier start. Just uh, and uh, less expense, you know. As uh, if if we like. Uh, be one hundred percent sure. We get more people, more players want interested in want to get into this. Maybe we can make it bigger. But at the mm. very beginning, I think just uh, put it as a fan base. So just uh, for the interest. So that's that's mm. will be that would be an easier and a better start. But yeah, every, everyone seems to want to have this ToehoCon, um, and there there's been quite a lot of deliberation about it. But every time it comes up. Um, I say, yeah, just start small. It doesn't have to be like a full con. We don't even know how many Toho fan base we have in each city. I think it's it's. I mean, um, if anyone like has a relationship with any convention center, they can offer us the the location for free that we can give it a try. But uh, other than that, it's huge cost. And um, well. I don't feel like anyone will want it to so wasting money to lose money on doing this convention, you know. So at least we need to make some dinner money. Hmm. At least if we host a convention like that, spend that much time, spend that much energy, um. At least we need to make enough money to for everyone to sit down after that to have a dinner. If it's just a losing money thing, like it, then it it it's a not a long term project. It's it's probably just a once and a, then never again. So mm. if that's that's really something people wanted to do, just have to make sure it doesn't make money, and it it has it it definitely grows. That's also Dongjing. Yeah, it yeah we we don't make money at the very beginning, but uh, it's only started when it started to not losing money that's how it could go we're not making we are not doing it for making money but at least not to lose money yeah um but uh were you at otakuthon speaking of toho festivals no no i wasn't hmm. i i think uh the otakuthon in montreal they had the the toho oh, festival yeah i know that girl uh-huh. Um, and that ap- appeared to be pretty successful. Um, so I think hopefully that will grow larger next year. Um, because of, I was, uh, not considering it at all, but then once I, um, once I saw how well it went, cause a couple of my friends went up there, um, I w- I'm, and, and plus meeting a- Amber and, and, uh, and getting to know her and all that. And getting mm-hmm. to know a little bit more about them, uh, it seems really interesting, and I'd like to go too. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, hopefully that will continue growing, and you know we'll see. Yeah, definitely hoping. And also, I was uh, talking to one of the, um, I mean, the, the the those Chinese boys which playing. I don't know if you say them in the contest, in the game contest. Um, it's a bunch those all, all the Chinese boys, all the I don't know, all the Chinese boys in the Toho contest. They came together. They were kind of groups. They kind of playing together and practice together, and uh, um. Yeah, we were talking about another convention, Fanami, because uh, Fanami in San Jose, oh. they have 
they have Toho contest for years, and they did pretty. They they running pretty well, and Fandomi is actually a pretty good con. Because the location, San Jose is a very a、uh, safe city, so the convention can run twenty four hours, and that convention has very small dealer room. It doesn't have many dealer. I was and there. And it, it's a huge <laughs> convention center, so it has a lot of space for events. Yeah, actually, um, I can agree with you there. Uh, since I attended Fanime this year, um,、mm-hmm. I, I was selling for Manga Gamer, um,、mm-hmm. and yeah, it, it seems like a good con and. On Sunday, because it coincided with、uh, I think Comic Con eighty three or two,、um, Hopeless Masquerade came out, and they were playing that immediately on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. In the game room, and I was so if, am- so like even the the con in Montreal is not. Just started as a Toho only con. It's just a they had the Toho parts and the Toho parts is growing better, bigger because it's an existing con, so it's easier.、Mm. So if we really want to, I feel like instead of just、uh, jumping out having a Toho only con in U.S. If I mean I'm not American, but if any of you have connection with、uh, Fanami people, well. Like be able to work more. I feel like that's a better ideal. If we started to having, um, making Fanami realize, I think Fanami already know because they had the game room for many years. And making Fanami knows better about the Toho stuffs and、uh, giving more events for Toho fans. And、uh, trying to invite more Toho fans to Fanami, and also San Jose, the hotel those spans are not that expensive, so it's a way better. I mean, I go to Fan Anime Boston on、uh, every single year since I started doing anime、uh, here in US. That's a really good con, but I don't think it's a good con for getting more Toho stuffs in yet because. At the convention, it's so crowded. It's very small space. It's、hmm. in potential mall. It's in. It's the convention center. It's inside of the biggest mall in center Boston, and、hmm. it's very crowded with the more people in the weekend. People in the mall, you know, all the restaurant around now. We can't even get food. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's no parking, no parking. no parking, and the hotel in Boston during the convention time, the lowest, the cheapest. I mean, one star hotel, those dirty bad hotel. The lowest rate I ever get is ninety dollars a night. <laughs> that's the that's the、uh, cheapest hotel. Up in you can't、um, like it's、uh, in 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 Atlanta in, in Atlanta that weekend for AWA. I was a.、Uh, Um, it was I got I was in, um, uh, extended stay. That's thirty dollars a night. That's a two star hotel. That's two star. That's not bad. <laughs> it's extended stay and thirty dollars. In in Boston, I never see any hotel. It sounds like to, an expensive city. Yeah, Boston is very expensive, especially the the that convention is in downtown. It's right on the middle, in the middle, in the heart of Boston. That's a busiest street, busiest place. So I don't feel like it's that, and that convention is already crowded enough, even、mm. without Toho. You might you might like SakuraCon.、Uh, I I've been to SakuraCon. I was in SakuraCon this year. I just feel like maybe you didn't see me, but I、nope. was I was there this year. 
Um, I, oh, I didn't know you were there this year. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, How was that? But now that now that I know, I'll see you next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, SakuraCon I think would be another ideal choice for a Toho attachment. Um, I feel like SakuraCon one of the problem is uh, yeah that's one of the good con as well because it's it's not big it it doesn't have that many people but and it it still has the capture of getting more people. Yeah. So that's that's a better idea. That's even better than Anime Boston. Anime Boston already had a. I feel like it's already meet that top. I can't. Mm. I feel like I can't move in that convention. <laughs> when the convention opened, though, I can't move in the car. Though it's interesting. I I always thought like Anime Boston and SakuraCon had the same amount of people. It's just that Seattle has way more space. No, uh, no, no. Um, Anime Boston has a way more people. Hmm. But, uh, I don't know, like, it seems like there's plenty of space at SakuraCon, plus mm-hmm. there's yeah. there's always been, uh, one of my friends, Jason, runs the game room there, and uh, he, he always has, like, Toho tournaments, like, I think this year there was, like, Sky Arena in there, if you've ever played that game, uh, it's like the 3D um, uh, arena fighter for Toho. Um, very cool. And then he also, of course, you know, there's, uh, Soku tournaments and, and all that. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's really, uh, and plus there's a lot of Toho fans that show up already. So I think it might be a good con. Uh, Yeah, for me, I just feel like, uh, instead of just uh, thinking about, let's just started our own con so early, it would be better to work with some existing cons Hmm. to get it. To get the Toho bigger in every single convention. Yeah, I will agree with you about Fanami. I think that has a lot of potential. Uh huh. Fanami, um, and uh, yes, you're right. Sakurakan is a good one as well. Only thing about Sakurakan is that it's kind of too far. It's uh, to the, the other edge of the country, but it's not too big deal. <laughs> yeah, it's not that far away from San Jose though, but it's it's, <laughs> it's easy it's easy enough for a Japanese guest to get to, and SakuraCon mm-hmm. already gets pretty good guests, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember last year. Uh, this, I mean, this year, that two girls, I can't remember that name, but they're pretty good. I um, I I went to the concert. It's good. I wasn't able to see any of the concerts, unfortunately, but uh, <laughs> I still had a good time. Plus, mm-hmm. you know, there it, it's. I, I like cons that run all night. Um, uh-huh, and yeah. That's a must. That's one of the reasons I didn't point out Anime Expo. Because, uh, you know, the... They closed. Show, the safety show of, of downtown LA. So, Anime Expo is not overnight. Downtown LA was kind of scary for me. It's very scary. <laughs> I, I don't think I want to walk around downtown LA at night ever again. No, not um, even walking. We don't even driving in downtown LA at night. <laughs> um, yeah, I was I was walking from my hotel to the con, con at night, mm-hmm. uh, and it was like... Um, I, I seriously thought I was going to get mugged or murdered or something. <laughs> there were people, like, randomly talking to me, and I was like, yeah. uh... Um, and then during the day, though, there was people walking around downtown in cosplay and they were getting like wolf calls and, and like perverted guys. And it was just, oh God, it was, it was a mess. Um, even though AX itself is a a fantastic show, but it's, it's so crowded. Um, Oh yeah, it's so crowded. Um, how about something like, uh, ALA? 
ALA that's too small, extremely small. <laughs> that's one hotel room, okay? It's probably the size of the dealer room. It's just a one, um, let's say a a classroom. Oh wow! I, I don't <laughs> know. I've never been time. there. So. Uh, there are a lot of attendees, but uh, most of the people are there taking pictures. It's most. It's more like a cosplay con. Hmm. Um, because uh, it's in a hotel, and that hotel has a really pretty little garden. So it's it's like a lot of the cosplayer, in uh, uh, they were just going out taking pictures. That's hmm. mostly about that con. Hmm. Well, I hope they grow eventually. <laughs> um, but I I have not gone. But uh, I guess one of my friends is running the uh, the Toho photo shoot there this year. Mm. Uh, so he's pretty excited about that. Um, mm-hmm. One of the friends who I'll, I'll tell him about your uh, your internet cafe plan too because he's in the LA area. <laughs> oh, that would be great. That's it for uh, the interview. I, I mean, we can talk about a ToHoCon forever, basically. Uh huh. Um, yeah, that's a forever thing. That's that's Absolutely. like that. That I would dedicate like a whole show to that if one existed. <laughs> but um, you know, that's I mean, people have been talking about that for years now. Uh, so. I'm just waiting for someone to have enough drive to get get it done, you know, because that's yeah, that's what matters most is uh-huh. someone who will stop just talking about it and start getting work done. So yeah. we'll see uh, in the future if if a hero emerges to save us. That's it for the interview, and I'd like to thank you both uh, for for not squeaking. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'd like to thank I you think. both for being here and being awesome people. And getting the scroll done, uh, I'd also like to thank the artists who were involved, um, who weren't on this show. Um, though I've had some of the artists on the show before. Uh, I had BL2W on um, a couple weeks ago. That was pretty mm-hmm. fun. But yeah, thanks to everyone who got the scroll project done. This was probably the biggest project so far completed in like the Western Toho fandom in its entirety. So, you know, be proud that you were all part of this. Uh, and I hope you all get your copies of the scrolls soon. Hopefully, we'll be able to do something like this again. Maybe, um, maybe not a scroll. Maybe something else. Maybe something bigger. Who knows? But we'll see. Uh, so thank you, Totaku, and thank you, Yiheng, for both being on the show. Um, thank you. And You're quite welcome. I would love to meet either of you again anytime at any con. So come up to Seattle, please. Surely. <laughs> we'll, ha- we'll hang sure. out. So um yeah thank you and uh and uh good night. Good night. Uh, you have a good night.
Okay. It's me, and it's the live me right now. Um, I just woke up. Hi. <laughs> nah, I'm, I was here. I was paying attention all the time. Don't worry. I'm not asleep at the wheel. Um, so, just heard an hour and a half of Totaku and Yihang from Shine Anime. Uh, hope you guys liked that interview. I worked really hard on it. Um, I think Totaku, he wanted me to point out, by the way, that um, during that interview, he was having some mic problems, and it was one of those things where it echoes back at you, and like a second later, so um, me having to have gone through that before, I know exactly what he's, uh, his, his problem was. I uh, tried to fix it. But, um, I don't know my way around OSX audio, so, oh well. Um, no, I am not Raukau. The rumors are false. I am not Raukau. As much as I like Cat Planet. <sighs> well. <laughs> okay, he figured out the issue. <laughs> Raukout. Um,. So, I hope you guys learned something today. Um, I liked learning about the Scroll Project, and I also liked learning about Chinese anime. Uh, before Sunday, I knew nothing about Chinese doujin groups, so we're all better people for it. Um, so let's see. We just heard a song too after the interview. Oh yes, and you also learned that I am not Raukau. <sighs> um, let's see, where is the email? I just had a request played called Rodon, which is one of my favorite Pokemon ever. <laughs> Not the sculptor or anything. Um, and that was sung by Koito Urue. And that was from an, uh, an album called Adamant Heart. That was from Atri Electrock. Have not played enough Atri Electrock. That was from Comicat 82. So, I have more requests coming up next, um, including one for Angry Cow, whose birthday was just yesterday. So, happy birthday, Angry Cow, even though I said so yesterday. Um, he wants to hear, well, you guys will know the song, like, immediately. Um, and then I have a, a request from myself, because I can. I, I heard this, um linked somewhere and I was like man I want to play this on my show so I requested it for myself and it's Cottingly Fairies from K2 Sound uh, which is really nice ah man I'm tired but I have to uh, I have to get ready for a sushi dinner so I'm gonna be going like right after the show but I do have some good news guys KNGI has returned so I'll be archiving this on KNGI.org and have an actual RSS feed and uh, and you can listen to it through iTunes and stuff again. Oh my god! And I have like two months of two months of um, background uh, shows to play or to upload and, and, and link to everyone. I'm really excited. Uh, but also dreading the amount of work I'll have to do, because doing two shows a week, uh, 
Yeah. What's this? What? What is Xanasense linking to me? What is this? Oh my god! It's Mr. Mime. Mr. and Mrs. Mime. Um... <laughs> good news, everyone. Um, yeah. By the way, I've been playing Pokemans. And, let me tell you, This is official Toho Tuesday opinion. Overcoat's favorite Pokemon is Slurpuff. So, you know, I hope you learned another thing today. Um, so, uh, with that good news out of the way, I'm gonna get these, I'm gonna get this show on the road, and let's see, I will see you guys tomorrow night for Radio Overcoat. I'll be having a awesome show tomorrow, and don't forget to check out JH Sounds du Duosis Hour, uh, which is now an hour before my show. And it's really fucking awesome. He's got um, mashups galore, uh, <laughs> um, and totally worth listening to. His his set last week was so killer. Uh, I just, I want more people to tune into this. Um, let's see. And we have another listening party on Noise Channel this week. Uh, this time, I'm gonna look this up. I should have looked it up before. I do news segments, and I never have the news right in front of me, but I'm going to look this up for you right now. It's the uh, Encounters release party from Zantilla, or is it Zantia? Um, so yeah, more chiptunes for you to enjoy. Uh, so, tune in for True Star's show, the only one she can do now, on Thursday. It's going to be good. Um, and yeah, now that's... KNGI is back. All these shows are going to get archived. Um, speaking of KNGI, the man behind it, he dropped some news today. He lost 85 pounds so far and also uh, has defeated his diabetes. So that is good news and congrats, Kyle, on your hard work. Um, how much more badass can you get, man? Re remaking KNGI and beating diabetes. Fuck diabetes. Yeah, so congrats, Kyle. Um, really proud of you, dude. And it's good to have you back. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's it for the news. I'll see you guys tomorrow night on the radio. Um, if you don't want to listen to Radio Overcoat, I don't know why you wouldn't. I'll be back next week for another Toho Tuesday. Good night, everyone, and thanks for tuning in.